0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 28, 1921, pages 311 through 312. March 28, 1921. I visited the Sisters' Convents Just as I was coming home, Count Stanislaw de Morier arrived to see me. He started speaking Polish, but very badly. I asked him if he were French, and he answered that he was. We then conversed in French. I gathered that he was a staunch supporter of the Poles. He asked me to be an honorary member of or chairman of a committee to honor Napoleon here in Vilnius. I consented he inquired about the situation in the country, and I explained many things to him. He was looking at the situation as the Poles had presented it to him in Warsaw and here in Vilnius. He accused the Lithuanians of being Bolsheviks, or at least of sympathizing with the Bolsheviks. Where is this Bolshevism found in Lithuania? I asked him. There is no sign of it in the army. That is clear from the occasions that The Lithuanian troops fought the Bolshevik army in Vilnius and at the front. The peasants cannot be communists because they want to own their land. There are hardly any industrial or urban workers in Lithuania. There may be some communists among the Jews, the Bundists. As for Lithuanian communists, there are some young dreamers, but even these are not numerous. He asked me if I thought that in Vilnius and the surrounding countryside the people would be up in arms against the Lithuanians if the League of Nations were to order Zeligovsky's army to withdraw and turn this territory over to the Lithuanians. I answered that in the villages they will not rise up because the common people are hostile to the Polish troops and perhaps even to Polish rule in general. They would much rather have the Lithuanians. The villagers want peace and quiet, law and order. Once and for all, they want to live in peace and an end to their poverty and the wrongs and cruelties they suffer. As for the city of Vilnius, who will oppose the Lithuanians here? Not the Jews, nor the Russians, nor the Belarusians. The common people are hungry for bread, but also for jobs and for peace. Some troublemakers and agitators may emerge, but they are not dangerous he also spoke about a federation i said that the lithuanians do not want one and if it cannot be imposed by force and it cannot be imposed by force let them first divide up the land establish law and order then the parliaments can determine relations with neighboring countries blessed george spoke of a meeting with count stanislaus Da du Mo, du Maurier, who had written a book about France and Poland, Peace, in Eastern Europe. He was a Frenchman, but with his first name of Stanislaus, it seems that he must have had some kind of Polish heritage as well. Blessed George didn't like diplomacy, but he was certainly adept at switching languages depending on who was visiting him. In this case, he switched to French. Um, to make his visitor more comfortable, since the uh, visitor's Polish was poor. And Blessed George gave him uh, another perspective on the political climate than what the French Count had learned uh, from the Poles in Warsaw and in Vilnius. He had thought that the Lithuanians must be Bolshevik or Bolshevik sympathizers, uh, but the Lithuanian troops had fought the Bolsheviks, and the peasants weren't communists because they wanted their own land. Blessed George said that if there were Lithuanian communists, they were very few. And Blessed George gave the count a fuller perspective on the political leanings and the desires of the various groups in the territory, the common folk, the peasants, those living in the city, etc. And Blessed George said that the common people are hungry for bread, for jobs, and for peace. The basics of life are missing for them. And that's what they long for and desire. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention. For which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at TheDivineMercy.org slash journal That's TheDivineMercy.org slash journal Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.